Hi, everyone, and welcome to AUSU Open Mic. This podcast is proudly brought to you by your Athabasca University Students Union. And I'm proud to be your host for today's episode, which promises also to be amazing. My name is Jody Campbell, and I'm your executive director here at AUSU. For those of you that listen to the podcast, you'll also recognize that I rarely introduce myself because I always forget to do it. Uh, so we're off to a really good start. I'm proud of myself for remembering uh, that part of it. Um, today, I'm excited to introduce you to two others, and more specifically, the newest members of the AUSU Student Executive Committee. And I might add, this is also their first time on the podcast, so we're going to have some fun with them today. Uh, please join me in welcoming our 2023-2024 VP Finance and Administration, Chantel Bradley. Welcome to the podcast, Chantel. Thanks, Jody. I'm really excited to be here. Sweet. And uh, feeling good? Nervous about today? Yes. Pretty much good I'm to excited. go. I'm excited. I think I'm, I'm good. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe a little nervous. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? That'll go away once we get going here. Um, we also have our new VP external, Manmeet Core, Joining us today, welcome to the podcast, Manmeet. Thank you, Jody. Thank you for having us here. Yeah, and uh, Manmeet, you did say that you're a little bit nervous, so that's going to go away here shortly. Uh, it's just like uh, just like we're hanging out, having a coffee at a Starbucks somewhere. So you feel good? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm feeling good. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Well, this is uh, this is great to have you both with us. Um, you know, obviously, we're a couple months into your term, and I also want to do a bit of a shout out to the other two members of the executive team, who Naju Sayed, uh, who is our 2023-2024 president, and Natalia Ivanik, who is our VP Community and Wellness, uh, both of whom are, you know, they're veteran members of the team. Uh, who have been with AUSU for, I'm going to say, two and four years, respectively. So uh, we don't have them today, but uh, they're certainly here in spirit, and we might even be referencing them a couple times. So uh, for Natalia and Naju, who are probably listening in on this, uh, the team says hi, and you guys are doing a great job. Uh, today, however, we're going to be focusing in a little bit on two of our newest executives. And I think if I was a uh, AU student, uh, you know, I would love to be able to know who are these people that are representing me? Who are the who are the folks that are kind of hanging out and doing all the work behind the scenes? And so um, this is what today is going to be about. It's We're going to get to know Chantel a little bit. We're going to get to know Manmeet. Uh, we'll see how long into the podcast before we just start referencing you as Shani and Manny, uh, which is sort of our inside house joke. So you guys are going to do great. And uh, we could probably get started here Uh right away. So why don't we start by having you each tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves, where you're from, uh, what program you're in, and maybe how long you've been at AU. And why don't we throw in uh, a hobby that you love? So Chantel, are you okay to lead us off? And then we'll have uh, Manmeet go second. Absolutely. Thanks, Jody. So Chantel Bradley, I live in and work in the rural area of Wheatland County. It's about 20 minutes east of Calgary, about 15 minutes, a little west of Strathmore in the middle of nowhere. It's beautiful and great and remote. I am currently enrolled in the Faculty of Business. I'm taking my Bachelor of Commerce Accounting major degree, and I'm in my first year Actually, I just came up to my first year at AU um, on July 1st. So hey, that's congratulations, my one, one year. year. 
Nice. I, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made exactly. It. Oh man, did I make it? Okay, and uh, yeah, I'm a mom of one, a stepmom of three adult children, and I run my own uh, bookkeeping company. And that has been a little bit slow while I've been doing full time school and full time VP finance. Yeah. Um, just because this has been, um, like I say, instead of welcome to AUSU, it should have been buckle up. <laughs> it's been yeah, a while. We've, yeah, we've heard that a couple of times. Yeah. So it's it's been really great. Um, yeah. Chantel, do us a favor. What's a, what's a hobby that you love to do? There's a few of them, but Jody, as you know, I love golfing. I'm not good, but I, I love know. golfing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Whenever Chantel and I connect, we're able to talk about golf. Um, it's fantastic. And uh, it's like the best part of our day when we just like take a couple of minutes and be like, hey, how's the game? Yeah. Uh, where where did you play lately? So yeah, that's it's been a cool, uh, a cool bonding moment for us as we talk about our love of golf. Absolutely. Today's Tuesday. We know what I'll be doing tonight. Ladies league. Let's go. <laughs> Ladies league. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Manny, why don't we head over to you and uh, same thing. Where are you from? Program that you're in. How long you've been at AU and and then also share with us a, a hobby that you love. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Jody. Um, so I'm a meat car. I live in Brampton, Ontario. I came to Canada in 2013 as international student. And then I started my AU journey in 2019 when I started my Bachelor of Science in Nursing. And I'm quite excited now, like, I hope to graduate this November, so that will be exciting. Very um, exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. And my hobby is reading books, especially spiritual and like personal growth books. I love them. Nice. You are coming from Ontario. So today it's nice because we've uh, we've also got, you know, kind of Alberta represented here today. We've got Ontario represented um, I'm also going to throw a little congratulations out to you, Manmeet, because you said 2013. So that means you've been in Canada for a decade now, correct? That's true. <laughs> 10 years. That's awesome. Welcome. Thank you. What's interesting for both of you is you both came into the organization at the same time. So I thought we would start with the fact that you both have a very similar start to your journey here at AUSU. You both were elected to council through a by-election at the beginning of 2023 then you both ran for a leadership role on our executive committee right after that. And we're both successful in that election as well. Um, Chantel, what do you remember from that experience when you look back on it? <laughs> I giggle every time. Because <laughs> my, my first reaction was the email that was sent out about the by-election. And there was three questions on that email saying, do you think you don't have enough time? Do you feel <laughs> yeah. that you're not qualified enough? And are you afraid to let your name stand? Those three questions, I was like, yes, yes, and yes. And I had yeah. that nudge to just respond back. And it was the chief recruiting officer I spoke to. And um, she reassured me that I didn't need any of those things for counsel. And I said, oh, this is great. Okay. I can do this once a month meeting. That's doable. I can handle that. Maybe a committee meeting here and there. Sure. So I did it and um, I was nervous and there was a lot of me facing fears in that experience and it's paying off. It, there is nothing to be afraid of. It's been so much fun. 
Well, and can yeah. you imagine that, you know, where you are today compared to where, you know, go, go back to March, like, can you, is this a little mind blowing that, you know, here you are, you know, now the VP finance here at AUSU and you've yeah. come a long way. Yeah. I, I even had somebody ask me last night, I hadn't seen uh, maybe in about six months or so. So definitely didn't know that this process has happened and, you know, how are you? What have you been up to? And I was like, oh, wow. Uh, Where do you want me to start? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me start with student council. I ran for that. Another friend of mine recently, I told and she she was giggling. She's like, oh, my goodness, that reminds me of high school. <laughs> we never did anything yeah. like this. But, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, Manmi, uh, what do you remember about that experience? That is actually quite experience. Like I remember, like I was so nervous about putting my name forward. I was like, maybe I'm just not qualified for this role. Maybe there is something to the role that I don't have, or you know, there is like exceptional leadership qualities that you need to have. And even I remember the conversation that all the counselors, like who were running, they had with you, and we were like, um, we are not sure if we are qualified, like, and you were quite assuring that, you know, if we are a current student, like, it should be okay. And um, if we are a student, we already have the skills. So I think that's one of the things that prevents most of the students from putting their name forward, because they think that because it's a position with, with the leadership skills that are needed, like, sometimes they think that they are not qualified enough. Yeah. Um, but I'll say that if if you're a student, you certainly have those skills. You certainly have that experience, which is needed to be in this role. Um, so yes, I just put my name forward, but I was quite nervous throughout the process. And um, the day came when it was announced, and I was like more than surprised <laughs> about the result. Um, and now yeah. when I think back, I just can't believe like all the way we have come along and. That has been amazing. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, you start to look back on on the growth that you guys have had. And I, I think maybe this would be really great advice for anybody who's looking at, you know, potentially putting their name forward, which is, um, you know, the experience that that students can have, you know, participating within AUSU and putting their name forward to be involved and getting engaged in many ways, it's a, it's an opportunity. It's like a training ground to be able to work on those leadership skills. And so, you know, you don't necessarily have to have, you know, a full amazing resume to be able to come in and participate and bring your student voice to the table here at AUSU. It's, you know, let's, let's actually just utilize the experience that you have as a student, which is all the experience that you need at the end of the day. And over time, uh, believe me, you will you know, create those resume uh, type skill sets uh, that, you know, you guys will be able to use for the rest of your life. So I love the fact that you guys both took the plunge and, and was able to, you know, get involved and put your name forward. And so we're so happy that you guys are here with us. Uh, and the work that you guys have done, even in a very short period of time is incredible. So uh, well done to both of you. Um, Manny, I'm going to stay with you for the next question. And, um, you know, what brought you to AU originally? And why was AU your ultimate choice for post-secondary education? That's a very interesting question, Jody. And um, 
I have a very good story to that. So um, when I came as an international student, I did my nursing diploma from Thompson River University, which is in okay. Kamloops. And so after that, I have to I had to apply my permanent residency. So I was in a town called Princeton, British Columbia, and I stayed there for three years to get my permanent residency. But while I was in the process of getting my residency, I was actively looking to pursue my degree further um, as I love studying and I didn't want to delay even by a day. And, but the trick here was like, I was also getting married in a year and I was relocating to Ontario, but then I also didn't want to waste my year and apply in British Columbia. So my situation was very tricky and I was so confused, like how I could potentially go to a traditional university. And then one of my friends was actually going to Athabasca. She was taking the post LPNBN program. And I was introduced to that program by her. And she was like, you know, you can start your program and you can just do all your courses, like especially for first couple of years online. And you don't have to worry about being anywhere. And firstly, I didn't believe her. I was like, is that really possible? And then I looked into Athabasca and I was quite amazed at how flexible it was and how convenient it could be for even uh, mothers, working students, even those who are living in remote areas, like they don't have to move to a bigger city to go to school. Um, that's how yeah. I got introduced to Athabasca and I'm grateful, like I'm going to graduate soon. <laughs> yeah, and what a cool journey that is. Um, thanks for sharing yeah. that. And, you know, Chantel, let's go over to you for the same question. Again, it, you know, what brought you to AU and, you know, why AU as your ultimate choice? Okay, thank you, Jody. First, I want to say congratulations, Manmeet. You have made it this far. I'm so excited to watch you go through this final process of this, this chapter of the Book of Life. Um, so for me... Um, Okay, well, there was a few things happening. So climate of the COVID-19 pandemic was still very unknown. We didn't know what the future looked like. And it was approximately, it was fall of 2022, 2021, sorry. Yeah, it was fall of 2021. And I'm running yeah. my own bookkeeping business. And I lost my, my mentor and accountant as she had passed away that August and I was really stuck at like what do I do what do I do and I heard her voice say go get your own degree I was like oh well that's weird and then so I started looking into online um, schools for business degrees and, and hybrid programs and I was looking into UFC State MRU and Athabasca was on that list I had a few other accountants that I had met and they, they had mentioned Athabasca University might be a good fit. We've heard some graduates from there have done really well. And so I was looking in and I processed for about four months before I really made my decision. It was huge. I'm a mom of a, a teen boy who's very active in sports and a, and a wife of a very busy husband. And so I'm running my own bookkeeping business. It was, it seemed like a huge ordeal. So yeah, um, yeah. at was definitely on that top pick. I had state was on there as well, just because they had a hybrid. I could go in and do some online, uh, but that wasn't feasible. I needed a full flexible university and 
I, I did hear a lot of really good things about this program through the Faculty of Business. So uh, here I am now, and um, I, I don't regret my decision. And Athabasca University has been open education since, what, 1972? Somewhere in there. Started? Yeah, yeah, just like, over 50 so years now. They've They already had this remote education established long before the pandemic. So there's already processes in place. It's not a last minute put together for any online education. And that's how I felt the others would be in comparison. So yay AU for letting me live my life. Cool story. Cool story. Hey, you know what? You also just used the word flexibility, which maybe brings me to my next question. You know, the word flexibility is used a great deal at Athabasca University. Uh, for you two and and Chantal, maybe we'll just have you go first and then we'll go to Manny second. What does flexibility mean to you as it relates to your AU education? The first word that comes to mind is mother. It allows me to be the mom that I need to be for my son. His schedule is a little bit all over the place. And yeah, I yeah. get to participate in all of those things. Um you know, I'm not running late from class and rushing home to try and feed the kids that like I'm I'm already home and I can establish all of these routines with my child and continue to do the things I need to do for my my son and also running my own company. You know, I I it's flexible because it is also remote and online, my business. So I can do things um all around my school and I can do my school all around my things. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Flexibility means I get to live my life um, on my terms with yeah. school. Yeah, so good. Uh, Manmi, what does flexibility, like how does that work into your life uh, while you go to school at AU? I'll say AUSU is quite flexible. Um, I'll start off when I started my degree. Um, when I started my degree, I got married after about six months. I was still able to give my final exams while I was in India. So to me, that was flexible. Like I could not have done that with any traditional university. Yeah, no doubt. I was, that's right. Um, I was able to give birth to my son. Like I never had to worry about going to the university, being late or anything. I've been able to be working as a nurse, like being mother to my son. It has never been difficult. Like I can always have find time to study when he's sleeping. Like I never have to worry about picking up early, going to the university, attending classes, and then coming back. So to me, that's quite flexible. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of students that would be able to relate with both of you. Um, and like I said, like flexibility might be one of the key reasons where, uh, you know, many students are engaging with AU. So, you know, your stories, I think, are very similar to to many others as well. You know, Manmi, you were just, uh, earlier you were mentioning, you know, you've got a nursing career. Um, you know, what's your ultimate career goal after AU, after graduation? And and you had mentioned that you're about to graduate soon. So this is probably perfect timing, but what's your ultimate career goal? My ultimate goal as a kid, of course, was to become a medical doctor. I always wanted to become a medical doctor, but the situation didn't work out much well when I came to Canada because there were very limited programs available. Um, so I got the opportunity to come in nursing program at that time. And it's quite surprising that I loved being in nursing because that's needed in this profession. It's marvelous. Like I have loved it. 
And at this point now, because I'm graduating, I might spend like another year working or I might be trying to go to med school. The main point here is we need to be able to grow as a person to be able to go to such a profession with high responsibility. Yeah. So my ultimate yeah. goal is definitely to become a medical doctor. Um, but I'm just preparing myself right now for that profession and possessing those qualities and skills to, that are needed for that level of responsibility. Yeah, I like how you said that too. You know, the level of responsibility that's required within that career and kind of prepping yourself for that. I love that. I think you're going to be a great doctor, by the way, Manmeet. Everything that we've known from you, yeah, I think you're going to do amazing. Thank you, Shani. I'll try my best. Shani, what do you got for uh, ultimate career goal outside of being uh, retiring at AUSU as the VP Finance? <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> if it's funny because I, I walked into this and I'm like, okay, well, I'm just, I'm going to come and get my degree and I'm going to become an accountant and I'm going to expand my personal business into an accounting firm instead of just a bookkeeping practice. And then as I've been in this process, the opportunities that are already opening up are a lot more than just, you know, being an accountant for a firm of my own or if somebody else is partnering, yeah. whatever, um, I can go on to other working for corporations um, with a CFO or um, a financial analyst. Uh, I can go so many ways. So now I'm I'm kind of like, oh, no, what's going to be available for me when I'm done, I, I think is what's happened. And after the pandemic, I've recognized I can only make so many plans. Um, life has a funny way of proving to me that I'm not in control of it. You know, so I, yeah. I'm I'm open to the uh, the possibilities that are going that are already opening up for me, and started looking into furthering my education. Like Manny, I'm I'm the same. I love the personal development and the growth in the yeah. graduate program and they're doing some exciting changes to their stuff so i i got very excited I'm like maybe i'll join many in the doctorate world and have a ph behind my name just a different category yeah how good would that be <laughs> yeah. i love it yeah i love it yeah. and you know what i i think it also speaks to the journey that every student takes uh when you go into post-secondary education there's a lot of growth there and you know it sounds like you guys are are kind of going through that process as well. So let's actually go back to the spring for a moment. After being elected to council, you both also put your name forward to run for our executive committee here at AUSU, obviously with Chantel being the VP finance and administration. Manmeet is our VP external. You know, many students aren't aware of all the details of being an executive counselor at AUSU. What has this experience been like for you compared to what you thought it was going to be like? Right. It's such a good question. I almost feel like Manny should have gone first. It's kind of <laughs> cute because so we're chatting in the background, like congratulations on running for council. And then we both get elected and we're both like, congratulations. I'm so excited for you. And she goes, I'm going to run for one of the executive positions. I'm like, oh, good grief. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. And I'm just like, I, I'm rooting for you. You have my vote. I'm so excited for you. And so as the week carried on, I, I'm just like, I'm watching her put her name forward. And she's, you know, saying all these things. And then I see Naju put her name forward. 
I like, so all of these positions kind of somebody let their name stand. And then I'm yeah. like, Jody, you even planted that seed, you know, your finance <laughs> background, you're in, you know, taking accounting major, da da da. I'm like, oh no. The night before elections, 9 p.m. I don't know if you guys remember this. I do. <laughs> I, I do. I let my name stand and I wrote a little blurb and I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I processed very heavily the entire week with my husband. We both constantly back and forth, you know, do you really have the time for this? And at the end of the day, I was more excited for an opportunity that may have been once in a lifetime. I don't know if I'll be reelected onto council next year. If I'm not reelected, I can't let my name stand for another executive position, even if I did get elected then. You know, so this this was an opportunity I felt um, I was called to put my name forward. I didn't want to miss out on it. And I'm I was nervous about it. I, I felt maybe I, I might not be able to do this. I'm going to fall flat on my face. But the support has been amazing. And the experience, the growth now, if I were to compare how I feel now about the position to then, um, yeah, I feel so good about doing what I did. Yeah. Well, that makes us feel good too. Um, you know, a big part of what I do is, you know, creating an environment so that student leaders can come into AUSU with varying levels of skill sets, have an amazing, valuable experience, you know, one that you'd be able to put on your resume one day. Um, and all of the conversations that you're in within the university and advocating for students and, you know, being of service, like these are things that you put on your resume. And I, and I really know that you guys, by the time you get to the end of your term, which is going to fly by, by the way, um, you know, this will be something that is really valuable to your career. So I'm so happy that you did. Um, Manmi, when you, when you think back, you know, sort of what was your experience like for you when you put your name forward for EC, you know, compared to what you thought it was going to be like? Actually, when I got elected as a counselor, I was rethinking of my role as a union steward. I was involved with British Columbia Nurses Union as a steward for about three years. Yeah. And what I was thinking when I was trying to put my name for this executive position was thinking of my own role as a steward, which when I think now was quite different from what it's as an executive position at AESU, partially because in a nurses union, we are advocated, advocating for employees, whereas in the university, we are doing it for students. But the goal behind is the same. So when I did got elected as counselor, I got a chance to talk to you, Karen, who was vice president, and Trish, who was vice vice president external last year. And they shared so much valuable experience with me. And they were quite positive about me putting my name forward for this role. Um, and then I just did. I never thought much about it. And the another thing that I remember now is that my family, they were just so... Like, they had so high expectations of me. They were like, <laughs> you should just put your name forward. You'll yeah. just do great. And even though I didn't have confidence in myself, they did. They were like, oh, for sure, you should put your name because we know you got this. I and now that. I just love love that. Like, I laugh back when I think about it. Like, they were like, oh, you should just go for it. And I was like, uh, I think I'm not sure. But they were. <laughs> But now when I think about that, it's good. It's it's very different from a nurse's feeling for sure. 
like as a union steward, like you just wait for an employee to have like a grievance or like a problem and then you tackle it together with your employer. Yeah. Whereas here in a student union, you're continuously going to different meetings with like the president or the deans or various facilities. Um, so it's quite different. And after about six months into this role, I think it hasn't been even six months. <laughs> about four months, I'll say. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. And I'm liking it. Like I have seen how much you can learn in such a small frame of time. And I'm enjoying this role so much. Yeah, you guys have actually, you know, absorbed a lot of information over the last number of months. But like all student leaders, when you come into these um, these roles for one year, you know, you guys have done a great job sort of getting up to speed and uh, well done. I know you guys are going to have an amazing year. You know, it should be noted that these are also paid positions. You know, you're, there's compensation, there are health benefits, there are, you know, there are course benefits where you get two free courses a year uh, for your service. And so, you know, we've got a general election that's going to be coming in, up in 2024, right at the beginning of the year, sort of get into it in that February, March timeframe. So for any of you that are listening and you're kind of listening to Chantel's experience or Manmeet's experience and you're thinking about it, those are the timelines that you need to be aware of. You know, nominations will open. You'll be able to put your name forward. And again, that's for the AUSU general election for council. That's going to be taking place in the, at the beginning of 2024. Once you have a seat on council, then you have the opportunity to run for an executive position. And as you can hear from uh, Chantel and Manmeet, uh, you know, these are fantastic, rewarding uh, positions that student leaders can kind of come into and build part of your AU experience around, uh, you know, working for students and advocating for students. So, you know, when you guys think back and, and maybe Manny will come to you first, you know, what's been the most rewarding part of being uh, an executive member or a counselor so far? So as my role as VP external, most of my portfolio lies with coordinating with external advocacy efforts. And we are involved with COS and CASA, which are provincial and federal level associations. So the most rewarding thing I have experienced is because as VP external, I have been going to various CASA conferences and COS conferences as well. And with CASA, when we go there, it's so amazing to see students from all over Canada advocating for the same things that we are advocating as well. Yeah. And yeah. even getting on the board of directors there at CASA, and being able to advocate for those things, like we just submitted our uh, pre-budget draft last week. And it was amazing to actually see that the work that you're doing is actually going somewhere. And I'm just loving that part. Yeah, really cool. Uh, Shani, what about you? This is a really great question. I feel like every day at the end of the day, something has happened that I'm like, wow, that was really cool. Um, I'm learning so much about myself and what others are in need of. I love being of service to other people in my personal world and knowing that there is space for me to be of service to my fellow students um, is the most exciting part. I didn't realize there was as much need for the volume to be turned up on our voices. Uh, and, and I'm really excited that I get to be a part of that process. I'm in the process right now of um, processing awareness 
of all the things that students need advocating for. And I, I didn't know there is there's a lot to be said about supporting students with AU and the province in Canada and, and globally, right? We we're all over the place and yeah. uh, people need our support. And so knowing that we are here and we're working fully for students as our number one priority, um, just being a part of this experience is rewarding in itself. And then, you know, every day seems to be another little gift of, wow, we just did that or we're doing this. Yeah. yeah. And, and Chantel, you're also chair of our awards committee, which also gets a lot of really positive attention just because of how amazing and how impactful that program is for us. Um, and so, yeah, I know you're doing some great work there as well. Um, I'm going to shift a little bit here for you guys. And Chantel, maybe we'll come to you first. You know, we just hosted our in-person council workshop this past spring when you guys first came on board. What was that experience like for you, uh, being able to connect with other counselors and maybe more specifically, other AU students in person? Right. I had, when I signed up to this idea of letting my name stand, something that was um, underlying intention for me was connecting with others. And I felt like this was going to be a great opportunity for me to connect with others because I am so remote. I'm in the middle of nowhere. My day is spent in my office by myself. And, you know, I'm a human being. Our One of our basic needs is connection. Yeah. And, you know, so I had started to see that, you know, this council has a pretty cool connection already. I hope I can be a part of this and I can grow into this relationship with everybody. And then we had our our workshop in May and exactly that happened. I, I felt this connection with everybody uh, deep in and, you know, I, it felt really good to be connected with the same purpose, the same intention. We all want to help others. You know, it, it's that, that was the most exciting thing and that my intention of connecting was met and and every day I, I get to see you guys and think back, oh my God, that was so cool. I want to do it again. Yeah. I want more. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. And we benefit so much from council coming together and making decisions and having discussions and brainstorming and all those things. Um Mammy, what uh what do you remember about that and what was that like for you being able to connect with other AU students in person? I personally loved that experience. Like it was nice coming together in person and getting to even talk to each other in person. Like I remember the first day that we met in the conference room and everybody we had known for about a month at that time, we had just met them virtually and seeing them in person and actually listening to them while being actually able to, you know, see the body language and everything. I think, I think that's, amazing especially with the online university yeah where it's it can get quite isolating for students and i think even getting onto the position of a counselor it was a nice way of getting connecting to students i remember like when i put my name forward as a candidate like i was saying like one of the biggest challenge that i might face that will be connecting with students and getting to know their like input and ideas on 
how different things could be improved because you don't have a physical office or a physical campus that you go to yeah. and being able to meet those students in person i think that's rewarding and that should be encouraged yeah i'm so happy you guys had a great time at that it's um it's definitely you know something that we plan for we put it on the calendar early we all look forward to it um we see each other on zoom so much that it's actually nice to be able to be in a boardroom together you know if the two of you were to think about you know if you were just to accomplish one goal this year and your year would be seen as a, a success in your mind what would that one goal be for you like if if there was just one thing that you just wanted to make sure you accomplish um manmeet do you want to start us off and then we'll go to chantel second yes for sure for me my goal is right now i'm just at the end of my degree and i have my student placement coming in next couple of months yeah yeah so right my goal, and that is a full time nursing placement and that will be my final course before i graduate and i also have this executive position so my role, goal really is to complete my placement while still being a, a front and active part of the executive position and successfully complete both of these that will be a big goal in my mind um yeah you got a busy fall do don't you it is but i'm really excited about completing my degree as well and yeah I think in my mind, that would be amazing. I agree. Chantel, what about you? If I'm able to help at least one student's voice get heard, um, if it's an issue, a problem that can be solved, I hope we can solve it. And I've already seen that happen once with the awards committee. It, it helped solve some very serious financial issues for some students, mm -hmm. 24 of them to be exact, right? 24, 26. Yeah. 26. 26 students we helped. And it warms my heart to see that we continue to help students in different ways. And, you know, that's that's all I want to do is, is help voices be heard. We, you know, we all deserve to be seen and heard. And um, that's my goal, being part of the executive committee. I hope that I achieve that and at the end of the year i hope i can say i helped that happen you know what I, I don't think you're gonna have a problem with that one uh because i've already made a difference in the short period of time you've been here so uh for both of you you know it's been great getting to know you uh, as we you know obviously you're the new members on the team um you've both been doing fantastic we're actually going to move to a segment of rapid fire questions on the open mic podcast and we're going to get to know you even more. Are you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> now, the, the beauty of the rapid fire questions is that you just sort of you answer as quickly as you can. And there's nothing on here that you're not going to be able to answer, um, you know, confidently. So there's there's nothing that's going to trick you up or anything like that. So um, if you guys are ready, we'll move over to the rapid fire questions segment. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. We're going to keep it simple right off the get-go. Chantel, what's your Starbucks order? Oh, right now it's the, the chocolate creamy foam cold brew light ice grande. Nice. Man meat? Starbucks order? It's, it's a medium chai latte for me. Oh, nice and simple. I've kind of <laughs> got this summer thing going with the strawberry acai. Um, oh, that's It's good. like a like a grande strawberry acai with no inclusions, half water, half lemonade. <laughs> 
with really light ice. I got a thing with Starbucks ice. It's like, why yeah. are we filling the cup up and then charging me $6 for this? Like, <laughs> I don't need all that ice. I feel you. Chantel, any pets? Um, dogs, gecko, donkeys, of course. Yeah, you have a donkey. We have two. Actually, we have a mule miniature donkey and a donkey and two horses and a gecko. What, okay, so what are the names of your donkeys and your horse? Oh, you'll love it. So Petrie is the mule miniature donkey mix. Eeyore yeah. is donkey. <laughs> Obviously. And he put a little pink ribbon on his tail. And then we have Doc, old Doc. And we have the laziest Chester in the whole world. He just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. How do you have a donkey and not name him Eeyore? I love that. Right? His eyelashes are just as long and sad and oh, he's horrible. <laughs> And stubborn. Oh my god. Yes. Man meat, any pets? Dogs for me. Back home. We had Charlie. He expired in 2015. So sad. We have oh, Cherry that's... now. She's so cute. Cherry. What and Cherry, what kind of dog? She's a pug. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Love it. Uh Chantel, what's the best place you have traveled? Oh, good question. Switzerland. Oh yeah, I Germany. totally want to go to Switzerland. That's a good one. Yeah, Europe. Europe is one of my favorite destinations. I I hope to go back very soon. But yeah, Germany, Liechtenstein, Switzerland, that area, um, and that's my heritage is uh, from Berlin. So I got to see my grandparents' history, where they grew up, and all those things. So I I just yeah, my heart. Kind of sit there. Yeah. Cool. Manmi, what about you? I loved Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Dubai. Yeah, that's got to be a place on the bucket list too. Yeah. Yeah, both good answers. Uh, back to Chantel. Uh, sleep in or early riser? <laughs> sleep in. Did it again today. <laughs> <laughs> Manny, what about for you? Me, for me, it just depends. I'll sleep in if I studied late. Otherwise, I like being early. Okay, love it. Uh, Chantel, back to you. Is there a food or drink that is traditionally loved by all that you dislike? I'll give <laughs> you an example so you can think about it. Like, for instance, I don't like coffee. And yet, traditionally speaking, like, everybody is like, oh, my God, I got to wake up in the morning and get my coffee. I, I don't drink coffee. Is there anything that is traditionally loved by everyone that you dislike? I feel like I'm the one that traditionally loves everything that everybody else dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the first thing that comes to mind is olives. I love olives. It seems like there are a lot of people that don't like olives, black olives, green olives, you name it. I, I, I don't know. But when I think about foods that I don't like that are traditionally liked, the only thing that comes to mind is what my family traditionally likes and I don't, which is liver paste. Oh, Ugh. wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you I can keep your European. olives. Uh, <laughs> my wife loves olives as well, so you guys can just like dive into a jar one day. Manmi, oh, what yeah. about you? Pop for me. Everybody loves pop and I never drink pop. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's probably a good thing. Like pop is just like in general, bad for you. That's we right. know how and she feels. 
and it's traditionally like liked by everybody and yeah i don't even drink that with pizza i drink milk with pizza and that seems hilarious to everyone okay <laughs> do you know what yeah maybe we need to talk about man meets love of milk we talked about like how chocolate milk you must have ordered a chocolate milk at one of our meals that we had and i i was just like loving that and we were commenting on how whenever you drink chocolate milk you have to chug it like you can't just sip on chocolate milk and yeah. so as as we were continuing to talk at the dinner table next thing you know i look over to man meat and she just points at her glass of chocolate milk which is now empty <laughs> and i'm like i know right like you can't sip it you once you get into your chocolate milk it's gone that's so true <laughs> that's hilarious you know what you guys are doing great here i've got one last thing that we're going to comment on um so as we wrap up today's podcast i can't I can't let you both go without addressing one of the funnier things that we've experienced with man meat this year. And she doesn't know that I was going to bring this up, but like for those of you that don't know me or, you know, there's a lot of us that do this, but we use idioms all the time and we tend to speak in metaphors a great deal. Um, I didn't think I do this all the time. However, after meeting man meat, I now realize that I do this all the time. Uh, and many of us do. So, you know, they're, we all know like, an idiom is something like, you know, you got to rein something in or, you know, we don't want to put, you know, toss you into the deep end of the pool. It's like if language, if your English isn't your first language, like man meat, you can totally see how like all these random idioms and phrases that we use are probably a little confusing. So uh, as much as they're a great way of communication, you know, people understand what you're talking about is a, probably a good thing. But like I said, when English is not your first language, some of the metaphors and idioms we use literally make no sense to that person. And that's been a fairly funny experience uh, with us and Manny. So just to clarify, an idiom is, you know, typically a well-known expression, I guess, that makes a point about a topic that is different than what it actually says, right? So, you know, during a storm, one might say it's raining cats and dogs. Well, to poor man means she has no clue what we're talking about outside of the fact that we're actually talking about cats and dogs actually raining down from the sky. Um, like if we had our own expect expectation around like a realist uh, that, or no, let me say that over again. If our expectations aren't realistic in a situation, one might say like we need to rein in our expectations or when you're overwhelmed by the quantity of information coming at you, one might say, well, it feels like I'm drinking from a fire hose or like when you're not trying to overwhelm somebody in their role, it's like, you don't want to toss them into the deep end of the pool. Like these are things that we have said. And sometimes I will look over at a man meet and she's like, I have no clue what you're talking about. And it is like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> so man meet and Chantel, I want you to think back. What has been your favorite idiom or phrase that you remember man meet that you're like, I have no clue what he's talking about. Does one stand out to you? Yeah, yeah. Cats and the cats and dogs one definitely seems hilarious <laughs> to me. I I still remember we were talking about drinking from a fire hose. Like we, it was in relation to like all the information that is coming at you at one time, and so you know you can imagine trying to drink from a fire hose would be almost impossible because there's so much water coming out well i remember even natalia going like no i don't know what you're talking about with that so like now we're having to describe all of these phrases and it's like the funniest thing chantal which one stands out to you that one because i even remember putting on our whatsapp group chat 
um, gifs of somebody getting sprayed in the face by a fire hose. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, so imagine all that water being info. Here you go. You're welcome. <laughs> it was no, the cutest experience. I thought that was adorable. Anyway, so I just wanted to throw that out there because it's been a really funny experience for me. And I and I probably catch myself saying them like way more now. And it's like, I'll just look at man meat and I'm like, man meat, by the way, that means this. And she's like, okay, perfect. Great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a great chat with the both of you. I want to thank you both for hanging out with me today. Um, you know, as this episode is going to be airing, uh, you both are about four months into your terms on the executive committee. I have to say you're both doing an amazing job. Uh, well done. The Students' Union is a very fast-paced environment uh, with lots on the go, and you both have done such a fantastic job of learning your roles and representing AU students. Um, you know, I hate to say this, but, you know, the end of the summer is right around the corner, which means oh. you're both going to be halfway through your terms come October. You know, that must be a crazy thing to think about, you know, the yeah. fact that you're only a couple months away from your halfway point, eh? That has been amazing. It's going to go by fast. Matter of fact, it'll be, uh, the snow will be flying soon and, uh, we'll be like, holy smokes. Like you literally only have four or five months left. So, uh, continue doing the great job that you guys are. Um, again, thanks for joining me, Chantel. Great job. Thank you for having me, Jody. This is a lot of fun. Same. I enjoyed this with you, Manny. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Chantel. It was nice hanging out with you. Such an amazing yeah. experience. Well, and we'll have to get you guys on here again. And thank you for listening and being a part of the AUSU Open Mic podcast. Uh, like I said at the top of the hour, uh, you know, I rarely remember to introduce myself, uh, so I'll do it again. My name is Jody Campbell. I'm the executive director here of the AU Students Union. It's been a it's been great getting to know uh, our newest executive members today. And thanks for listening. And have a great day.